Hey everybody, it's Kelly here from uh, the Human Source Codex podcast and today I had an extra special journey. Uh, I went out on a podcast which I love to do as opposed to being on Zoom inside the office all the time. So today I took a trip out to uh, Mount Ninjuri which is in the Sunshine Coast in Coolum and I met with this beautiful couple, Ben and Sarah Parsons. Ben and Sarah Parsons, they have a business called New Earth Meta. They are these most beautiful, connected, conscious musicians, sound healers and breath workers. They are also yogis. And they are such beautiful, conscious beings, you know, sharing their light to the world. And they own this beautiful, wonderful cafe here too in Coolum called New Earth, the New Earth Cafe, where it's an organic, high-frequency uh or food-based cafe where all the food is actually delivered from a state of presence and a state of love. And it's somewhere where I eat every day. And I, I have become uh, part of their community. And since actually lobbying here in the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, I've just been really accepted by this community. And when you listen to this interview and you see us all in there, if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're listening on Spotify, you'll probably get the essence of it as well too. So uh, I, we dropped in today and we dropped in into a place of, you know, a pure state of presence. And I wanted to actually share and bring to you the essence of sound healing and the essence of breath work and what that actually does bring to human consciousness, but not only to our physiology, but also to our mind. And then there's an added part here. What does this particular way of being actually bring forth for all sentient beings? Now, you're going to hear us talk about things that are about healing the body, but also healing the mind. And then we're going to go, you'll hear us talk deep about how plants actually sing and plants are actually connected and plants have a beautiful vibration and frequency and a harmony that they offer to the universe. And then we also talked about the fields of vibration and frequency and the coherence between frequency and vibration to us and for all sentient beings to actually be in a state of love and gratitude to and harmony and at the end of it please listen to the end of it because you're going to get a beautiful treat of ben and sarah actually sharing their magnificence from their soul in a beautiful mantra that is being delivered in the essence of sound healing so I hope you enjoy. Today I've got this wonderful opportunity to be able to dive deep into the aspects of sound healing and sound medicine and um, breath work. And we'll go all over the place as usual in terms of my conversational interviews. And uh, what else can we do? We will probably might talk a bit about yoga, but also what I'd love to actually really go deep into is the quantum physics sound and how it has a, an effect over the, the physiology of the human yeah so let's just start with that one who wants to go <laughs> straight into the rabbit hole <laughs> that's it these guys know me everybody knows so me. maybe tell them like what we do what instruments you play and use as well it's really yeah. helpful yeah so yeah I'll let, you, let you just like dive into that dive into it alrighty well Yes, we've been doing sound healings um, for the past uh, three or so years and um, 
we we found obviously the power of sound to um, to literally regulate the body and have that that healing effect through um, vibration. Obviously, we are in this vibrational reality, and um, this holistic approach to health is one of um, you know diet, lifestyle, and these sort of um, these regular sort of areas that people are addressing, but vibration, you know, the quantum physics realm is the new science. And we really are um, just, I feel, um, organically moving into this, this cycle of, um, of this season of, of, of um, moving into this energetic vibrational reality. We've always had these um, therapies there, but they're just starting to come out more and more, these vibrational um, uh, therapies and just through our own experience um, um, personally me as a musician I was like always intrigued the power of sound music sound put in a certain way packaged enveloped and delivered and composed in a certain way can bring on so much emotions can have this biological chemical effect on, on the human being and uh, a positive one or a negative one. So it's like this, um, you know, it's something that we've all experienced firsthand, the powers of sound um, to, to make you feel good. And um, we just really wanted to harness that and really go, um, yeah, and still are sort of exploring the different um, levels of, of how deep we can go to um, to get into a meditative state, which I feel in this day and age is a big thing. We can sit and practice meditation for years, or we can use sound to really hack in and um, to self-regulate and, and, and get into these lower, slower brainwave states of theta and alpha. Um, so yeah, that's really that's really something that we touch on like in, in the work that we do is about how can we actually regulate our emotions right mm -hmm. and so what are the aspects of sound that actually does have an effect on helping a person actually regulate their, their emotional system or their central nervous system wow. <laughs> what, what i really like about like the sound healings and what i've noticed is like we do them so we do new moon and full moon yeah. we do them every two weeks and they book out in like two hours, we get we cram sixty people oh, yeah. into this room. It's totally amazing. And and we get frequent flyers. Like a lot of people, life's so busy and so crazy and so out of control. And I feel like it gives people this opportunity to drop back into self, to be still, to be present. To be present. Even if they don't have a daily practice, uh, they are able to find a real deep state of peace. And that's where the healing can really begin, you know, because you can be still enough to feel and to heal. And so many people have just said, you know, we've had amazing stories where, you know, ladies come in and at the end she just gave me a big hug. She said, my brother died a couple of weeks ago. It's just the first time I've been able to really feel his energy around me and drop in and be so still and, like, feel the sadness, but also feel like I'm still connected to him. Or we've had a man whose heart condition, he got, he was able to get off his heart medication because he shared with me that his whole life 
um, he wasn't able to speak mm-hmm. and not to share emotions. And he came from a family of a lineage of men that was very strong and boys don't cry and be this way. And by the time, you know, he was 62 and he came to the sound healings. But one night after yoga, Ben was actually away. He felt safe enough to share with me. He said, you know, I didn't want to share with you straight away, but I've been getting checkups for the last year and I'm finally coming off my heart medication. And he said, the first sound healing I ever experienced, I felt like my whole body was able to relax into this deep state of peace and stillness. And he said, I could just remember all the times I was told to be quiet, not to cry, to be strong. And he said, I can come to a sound healing and I don't have to talk to anyone about my feelings. I don't have to share anything, but I'm just able to heal on this really deep level. Things that have probably been, you know, compromising my state of health and, and mental wellness for my whole life. And he said, I, I feel like I can cry now and I can express. And he said, and it's beautiful to feel like I'm still a man but can be really vulnerable and that strong as well. So that's what I love about the sound healing. It's like I'm not as technical as Ben, but to see how people can drop in and just be and allow and release just to be and heal. Really present. Really, really present because I don't think much of life at the moment at all for anyone allows that. There's no space. It's so busy. So that two hours, it's huge if you just... All you're doing is showing up together as a collective energy, right, to drop in, which is super powerful. So let's talk about that, dropping in as a collective, in terms of collective consciousness and collective energy, mm. right? So what is what is actually happening in that space where we see, you know, we have 60 people in this room mm. here and each person is an individual with their own, own emotional frequency and vibration. Mm. So what is the sound doing to be able to bring harmony to that collective? Resonance. Yeah. So let's, we all match that powerful vibration. So, so is the music in that essence then? Because, you know, you'll get to hear these guys do a chant shortly oh, at the end. And, but there's something that occurs, you know, in, in the vibrational frequency when you are playing mm. that you feel this resonance can become harmonious in mm. the room. Like when you come into the room, there's this frenetic energy where yes. everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, anticipation and yeah. excitement, but not and, really stillness. And they're not in a state of presence, mm-hmm. so there's an inequity within their frequency of their mind. Mm-hmm. And but when you say the word dropping, mm-hmm. there is this magical part that happens. You know, for me anyway, mm-hmm. uh, is that you know when when you start playing. Your, your, frequent, your emotional frequency vibration becomes in resonance and harmonious with the, what would you call it, like the, the tempo and the cadence and the rhythm of the music. Well, each instrument has its own special tone and like it's the bowls that we have, they correlate to the seven chakras. Mm-hmm. So you can feel those sensations in different areas. So I guess it's kind of a bit similar to homeopathy where like cures like, it's like, you know, sending that powerful heart bowl into people's hearts. Mm. If there's disharmony mm-hmm. or disconnection, then that part of the body is going to stabilise and start to match the vibration. Mm-hmm. And so if you're up here more or down here, everything's going to come to there because it's like um, I love that explanation when you have two guitars and one's on one side of the room and the other's on the other and you play the string 
and you yeah. can start to see the that string vibrate. That's cool. I haven't heard that. One. Creates yeah. that, and so I guess you know it's more powerful when there's a lot of us. But sometimes if there's a lot of us when we're incoherent, mm. it's also very, very powerful, but in a negative I've way. I've felt that too in some aspects actually coming in, um, in, in that where there is a mass energy that is incoherent. Mm. And, and then, you know, I've also noticed that you feel that too. So mm. you adjust the frequency and vibration of the music to match that, to bring it back into harmony in some form. How do you know about that? How do you, oh, do you just got to hit the goal and see what happens. Yeah, how do you tap into that, Ben? Yeah. I mean, Ben's been the musician for 20 years. Yeah. I'm not the brains behind it. All I do is sing. <laughs> ben does, everything. Some voice that ben does everything else. But, you know, that I think I watch him when he plays or listens to things. I'm like, that's 20 years of, just of experience up. and He's also being sensitive enough to read a room and know, yeah. you know, like... He's very much in his heart space all the time. In presence. Which is it's a beautiful partner for me to have, but it's he's also able to just see the whole room. Sometimes he tells a joke or he might swear or might say something ridiculous and I'm just kind of like, what's that for? But it's always got a meaning. To it's it. always got a meaning. It might, might even be just to snap you out of, to get so, you back to awareness, you know. So if, Yeah, we're already sounding with our our language mm -hmm. with it and, and language is energy transfer. Mm -hmm. um, so we're already creating a sound with, with you know, the set and setting is it's not, it's, it's subsonic, so it's not audible, but the human range of hearing is very narrow spectrum on that. So sound healing is really, uh, it's, it's beyond that as well. So we're talking about um, you know, subsonic sound healing because our bodies, our cells are hearing all the frequencies. Mm. You know, they're receiving that information that our ears are. And that is the energy of the room as well. So it's like an ultrasound. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much like, like that. Yeah. What we can't actually hear, but yeah, it's there and it's you know, inaudible to us but it's also inevitable and we can't mm. actually visualize it mm. so it's it's you know if you think about an ultrasound you go in and it's sound waves and you can pick up and detect and um, movement etc mm. exactly yeah so that whole the whole um, power of sound to heal is, is is beyond even the instruments and like we're talking about energy entrainment obviously the instruments are harmonized. They don't have any um, um, any trauma or any. <laughs> they don't have any human qualities. They don't have any like yeah, anthropomorphic projections that can go off on them. Right? They just are as they are. Mm, so they just present within their own form. Yeah, they just offer us an opportunity to match that vibration. Yeah. So once activated, you know, once once excited by applying these instruments. Their, their sound becomes an experience and, and you know, they're sounding without even playing, but we activate and, and, and amplify those vibrational properties so that our cells are getting a, a higher dose and the senses are picking it up, not just the receiving of energy of the cell. So it's a full embodied 
um, I'd say dosage of vibrational um, medicine that entrains and, and demands frequencies to meet the higher vibrational coherent frequency is the stronger frequency. And in this process, everyone slowly via, you know, uh, the time of, of the mind to, it takes to, to quieten and then the time that it takes for, for emotions to be felt or some things that can uh, happen in, in the sessions. Slowly over this time, people are the combination of quieting the mind and, and the body adjusting and sometimes emotions have to be <clears throat> felt. Maybe body has to be moved in a certain way to reach this, um, to match this coherent frequency, which is the instruments um, calling everyone's signature frequency to, to be harmonized. And it's such a process and the mind can you know, interfere with certain people's um, process of becoming uh, harmonized, sound health is a good word, um, coming back into a sound you know, state of being. So, yeah, I'm not sure what question we're trying to answer. There, but... <laughs> well, there's multiple different ones in there. As I prefer, like, let's have a conversation yeah. and we just draw out what is around, like, the aspects of sound medicine mm. and healing that it does actually bring to humanity, but not only humanity, all sentient beings. Mm, absolutely the dogs they love the it dogs, you see the dogs are in here at the moment and even the plants you mm. know we have a plant that plays for us as well when we come to, to sound healing and sound medicine um which sounds crazy yeah some people sound crazy but it's it's magnificent mm. absolutely magnificent and that technology mm. was created in Darman Hall, which is a conscious community in italy so they created a music box quite similar to a lie detector test, something that's able to pick up vibration and you send a copper wire down into the root system and you attach a little copper peg to the leaf follicle and then if the plant wishes to, it sends its energy down into the music box, which is like a synthesizer, and it selects tones and it's amazing they can, uh, so Ben might be playing an instrument, they can match the tone of that instrument so they can they're showing us that we're not separate from nature, we're so connected and that they can hear what we're doing and they can communicate and then they can play full songs. Mm -hmm. They, with practice, actually get better and better. We have little snippets on our Facebook page sometimes of like some of the playing music, yeah. but it's really cool just to check it out on YouTube and have a look, it's music really of the plants. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I Any mean, tree can do it, any plant. Wouldn't it be awesome to... Like just synthesize the forest out here, right? Yes. Holy hell, yeah. that'd be so much yeah. fun. But uh, I remember going to an event um, down near Byron that they actually picked up all these plants. They had like a plant orchestra going on. Mm. Like, it was amazing. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. somebody played the guitar with them and they just riffed off. And yeah. It was fascinating. Mm -hmm. Totally amazing. But uh, most people wouldn't comprehend that plants are sentient beings and they have a vibrational frequency because they're cellular in nature. So, you know, they're going to look for harmony in the way, you know, they, they position themselves in harmony to certain frequencies and vibrations. Mm. Just like we do. 
as you and they can sense what's going on in your body which is so amazing they use them one-on-one in Italy with patients and they'll put one plant one practitioner one patient and then the plant will feel into that person's energy and almost inject that sound into the room and into that person's body to help harmonize those imbalances which is just so amazing oh it is totally amazing and, and when you think about it you know i might go a little quantum here now when you think about it like our emotions are like um electromagnetic and vibrational in frequency so when we have a certain state of being let's just say where we have uh, a propensity to actually be in like shame and guilt so we're at a lower vibrational frequency and um so our resonance is very dense at that that phase mm-hmm. of being so what are when we're using uh music in the essence of that but we have a consciousness that we are uh being in so say like a state of shame and guilt how does the music actually then like match the resonance but then raise the frequency? Let's just say the highest frequency is love mm-hmm. and we want to bring a person up to a state of love, but they are aware that they are predisposed to being, say, the person with shame and depression. Mm. Well, every emotion, <coughs> excuse me, every emotion has a beginning and then that's the process of the body <coughs> you know, dealing with energy at a certain vibration. And I feel, you know, these dense signature frequencies, states of being is, is our ability to suppress and, and, and interfere with this natural process of an emotion, the body being exposed to and perceiving a, a situation and according to beliefs and conditioning, having your own individual reaction to it. And their emotions a byproduct of, a, of, of any experience. So the power of music, again, with these coherent <clears throat> vibrations, sounds that come out, in a way, relaxes and actually, what's a better word, um, Puts to sleep the, the suppressing from the prefrontal cortex, the, the thinking mind, which is the hand on, on the emotions, which is the, the, con, the controller, the, um, we love that word, hypotransitivity. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a big we'll word. Off of, we'll riff off of that in a minute, you know, like. Yeah. We'll <laughs> transient transient, transient hypofrontality. Transient hypofrontality. Just sidebar that one. And it's really just explaining that the sounds and and the the power of a coherent frequency that's audible entrains the brain um, into lower states of of vibrations of theta and that which is switching off the prefrontal cortex that's usually operating in uh, mid to low beta. So this is the hand that's holding certain emotions down, which is keeping us in this, um, you know, denser, lower vibrational state. And then all of a sudden certain emotions start to arise, certain sensations, physical, mental, emotion, emotional, spiritual, can be past life. Um, all this 
energy gets to you know be freed up and more than it would ever have a chance to to be freed up to um, organically start to cycle and move through the body how it's supposed to and yeah i feel that's that's how um, the healing part of the sound um, can assist in one's innate healing intelligence to do its job interesting that's fascinating isn't it how it actually connects at a cellular level mm. it surfaces like a memory or an emotion like from that perspective mm. um transient hypofrontality <laughs> <laughs> In, in, in understanding that, uh, what Ben is actually talking about is our prefrontal cortex is, is the, I just like to say, it's the part of our brain that likes to actually uh, rationalise, decide, make, make, it's like the thinking process that um, where it, it can get in the way of us if we are too much in our mind, right? We want to ask many, many questions. And so therefore we become indecisive in some form and we become either in the future or we're in the past, right? But we're not in a state of presence. But when we can actually turn off our prefrontal cortex and we step into transient hypofrontality, we're also turning off our limbic system as well. So we're coming into a deep state of presence, right? And this is also known as flow. And in that, from that part there is where we actually become one with everything in nature and we're not judging it in any form to be anything other than it is, right? There's no need to change anything to agree with that. And in in that place is a pure state of presence, which is a pure state of healing. So if I'm correct, is the vibration and sound actually uh, like coming into, we talk about coherence or harmony we could say is a pure state of equilibrium, like at a cellular level, but it's also in our, in, throughout our whole system, our mind and our body. Mm-hmm. So it's integrating those two parts and it's bringing us into a state of presence because the, the music is uh, creating that coherence with our electromagnetic frequencies within us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Something you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Because if um, you've heard the, the construct of um, the clocks, right? If you put 10 clocks on a wall and you set them all at different times, eventually they'll actually regulate themselves mm. because of the atomic atoms in nature. Mm. That they are actually, you know, the frequency and vibration in time, they all come into a state of coherence. Mm. Now I'm going to lead into the gong here, right? Mm. <laughs> because to me, like the gong is something that if either really pisses you off mm. and it, or it, it really actually brings you into an open heart state, right? Mm. Where you get into a, a state of, uh, I just, you know, I've had all of it, right? Where you open up and you're in this pure state of presence and you have this immense sense of gratitude, but then also when, it, when I have been imbalanced in my perceptions or imbalanced in my emotions, the goal really just freaked me out, right? Mm. So tell us about the gong. Gong. Well, there's a, there's a few different um, gongs out there and I feel just like, like all energy carries information, some gongs are made 
you know, purely our profit and that energy is carrying the information of, of profit. So what well, I like to sort of specify that because it's not like you can just, I'm talking about a gong that is made for, for healing and, 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 and peace, pretty much like with the intention to heal. Um, to get the full experience and not have uh, an incoherent frequency or, or a, um, conflicting information if it's yeah for, for the art of healing. Um, so the gong uh, we got was from Tone of Life. They're a Poland company. Their their slogan is Art for Peace, and they use um, ancient uh, traditional um, uh, processes to make their gong. And they're, they're obviously their intention. Handmade, yeah, lovely machine made, obviously, profit. Um, and so, like, their intention in every hit, and I don't know if, you've got, if you know about successions and, and increasing vibration through, through um, uh, amplifying um, uh, energy. Um, these hits are obviously hit with every intention to, to create this peace for healing. And, it really does um, project out once this gong is excited and played. And, and that can mean like um, the experience, like Cal was saying, can be one of, um, you know, wow, this is enjoyable, pleasurable or painful. And that is, is the power of the gong, like you're experiencing yourself. So the translation of the gong you know, is, has this effect is the goal is bringing this um, experience up in me, this emotion. Um, Which can only be brought up if it already exists inside exactly. there, right? So you can have, it was really funny because we got the goal and we were super excited. And um, I was lying in the bathroom doing my regular enema. Ben was out here hitting the goal and I could hear it in my head in the bathroom quite a distance and we're so excited to share that the next night with our yoga crew we thought we'll do it here first they're going to love it most of them a lot of the women um particularly the ones over 45 50 who were single or alone really didn't like it and sort of commented after that it was quite scary brought up a lot of fear they saw themselves alone in a dark forest or very threatening and please don't play that again you know whereas when it was for me I was high vibing like I was ready to write a 200 words on how powerful the gong was mm -hmm. the night before and I just thought that's so interesting but now all of those ladies they always come at least once a month mostly twice a month to sound healing and always to yoga they now love it mm -hmm. and it was just them experiencing that feeling that that needed to come up because it goes right inside you and anything that matches that vibration comes to the surface mm -hmm. to be healed. And, and now they love it and, yeah. you know, they're inspired by it and they lie there in joy. So because they have the awareness that it's actually like a cleansing that's happening yeah. of all past memories and um, stored memories mm -hmm. that are particularly like in unbalanced, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the combinations of the metals. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're talking about um, vibrational medicine and we've got to look at, you know, frequencies and, and, and hertz and different different um, 
you know, lower hertz up to your high, like it's infinite. Like I said, we can only hear a small range, but it's infinite. So when excited, the tones are, are in the gone audibly, uh, uh, I believe uh, the spectrum that the gong mm. produces is the most, like the most expensive spectrum of audible frequencies you can hear. Yeah. That's gonna help bring up and match in with any any um, incoherence, any disharmony you have happening in the body. The actual electrons in the atoms leave the material. It's this combination of these metals that make this um, one of the only materials known to man where this, this um, electron um, sound wave actually binds with our electrons and really is, again, um, I believe the most powerful um, way to sedate, obviously, being in control, which we all have that. You know, as as a main sort of chief features as a part of our will to survive, but it really does just challenge that, and and it really is. I feel this challenging to like let go of this controlness, which can be fear related. Obviously, letting go of my will to survive, I might not be okay, and then all of a sudden the the array of um, you know fear based emotions can come up, and the gong seems to have an effect it, it certainly does you know like i've experienced that and i've watched people in the room as as it does occur you know like the different contortions they get their body into or you know yeah. that it's releasing in, within their fascia within their physical physiology right so mm -hmm. it is having that release in terms of a you know, healing process mm. and i'm fascinated to the fact that you talk about like the atoms and the electrons are leaving the actual gong and then matching matching that within the human. Mm. Do what is happening in that moment? Like is it's going out from uh, a wave frequency, a wave vibration in terms of particles, and then matching the particles within the person at a different resonance and frequency. So it's actually leaving the gong and then going out mm. and finding. You know where it needs to actually what equilibrate somebody yeah bring yeah to them exactly well it's like it's it's bringing i feel the the experience the direct experience of the subatomic level which is again challenging our, our reality and our identity and mm -hmm. our beliefs of who we are especially and you know they all do that on a certain level but i feel it is over the duration of a sound healing we're coming in as as more a denser signature frequency and coming into more more energy from matter to energy mm -hmm. and um yeah the gong and you know other other instruments as well all of them together and I, the way that these guys when that when ben and sarah ben plays and sings and sarah sings is is that it's it's looped right mm -hmm. tell us about the looping that, mm -hmm. that you put together because i know being to so many of these uh events here with you guys is that there is 
no one no one event that is the same right mm -hmm. so obviously you're tapping into the vibration in the room and then creating the music and looping it to send back out to what's happening to raise vibration frequency mm. is that something that you're doing yeah. it's spontaneous. okay tell me about the spontaneous spontaneously and then you just loop what why for the looping component mm, so, you know, i feel for the energy of the moment to be expressed authentically obviously no moment is the same and no group of people are gathering and the combination of, of people's energies is the same. Um, we do then full moon and new moon and they have their own, you know, signature frequency according to the planets and line. Um, so it's, you know, the looping and the layering really is uh, a, a way of, 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 the energy of each um, event to be to be orchestrated by every everyone's interpretation, which is everyone's information, which is everyone the energy that we are all cultivating as we as we go through our own individual um, biological therefore energetical adjustments the interpretation comes through the feeling of myself and sarah tuning into the energy and therefore is expressed in in that way and the layering allows us to to move with the energies because the, the instruments are gonna influence people in different ways and according to what we're using the energy might actually get quite heightened and and I might have to like drop it out and put a flute in because it might already be a full moon and we don't want to go too far with the, with the intensities. And then it might be the opposite for a new moon. And Sarah might go into this space where her eyes roll back and I know she's like given everyone a boost of you know, self-empowerment through, through a, a new beginning, a new energy. Um, that is felt around the space of a new moon. So yeah, this looping and, and we use obviously the same sort of instruments, but in different ways it gets, I feel it, it really um, is attractive to people that, yeah, for one, they don't know, like it mixes it up and we all, we all love change because we get a lot of people coming back over these you know, three years, twice a month. Um, they, they really do feel like it's uh, uh, the remedy for the time or, or, or not, I suppose the remedy, but the energy for the time that we're all um, plugged into with, with, you know, going right out to, to the, you know, the global community energy, the planetary. If, if, if you're intuitive and, and have the ability to layer the music spontaneously. I feel it's just like, wow, it's moving with the times and it seems to be a um, description soon for a final tune for everyone. Wow, so it's like flowing with nature as it is in, in the moment, in, in what is happening as above, so below mm. as well. Right? Um, and like, the aspect of the moon, like the new moon and the 
you know, like the full moon as such, you know, like, tell us about that. Like, what's, what's the difference between the energy pregnancies and I don't know if this is mm-hmm. really like more your kind of thing in, in understanding that because um, from what I understand is that there's different aspects of vibrational frequencies that happen with planetary movements and like the moon is such a such a wonderful thing that that is associated with electric electromagnetic magnetic frequencies right and uh what well, it it uh helps us with our tides so that can move water backwards and forwards right and create that kind of magnetic effect and it's we a, are 75 percent water so it's, yeah. a, it's a huge part i think like the new moon I talk a lot while we do the sound healing. I talk for the whole hour, and you know, a lot of things are collectively, but then every person will hear what they need to hear as well. The new moon is really about learning from the last 28 day cycle, counting the blessings, but also receiving those lessons, and, and then from that place of empowerment going okay this is what I've learned this is what I don't want this is what I do want this is what I'm going to let go of this is what I'm going to call and it's offering people that opportunity to reset over and over again you know which we could say is in every breath or every single day but giving you the space and the time to reflect upon the last 28 days and then understanding and evolving as a person what works for you what doesn't and being able to empower people to align with assisting characteristics of the moon. Yeah, and, and the full moon is more, um, it's a very powerful time, but it can just be a really crazy time too. A lot of people can't sleep. Uh, there's, it's proven that there's a lot more violence and crime around the full moon. So it's this time where everything bubbles up to the surface as well, uh, good and bad, and, and really honouring those cycles that we go through and learning from each one and then being able to, that's what, what I really believe helps so many people when they come here is they have a community of people that are willing to do the work and wanting to do the same thing and all in a state of of peace and love and connection, but then also able to release and to move through and to set new intentions and to also feel like you're not alone, you're not doing it by yourself. You know, I'm not the only crazy one. I'm not the only one having a bad day. You know, the amount of tears... Uh, joyful and sometimes just sad where you need a hug it's like it's a place where you can keep coming and keep checking in and recognizing that we're all connected and we're not separate and then from that place of empowerment setting your intentions for the next that's what I love about you know that's what I love about you guys you know coming here there is uh, an absence of judgment and it's there's a freedom of expression that's allowed, right? That's embraced, and it's you know there's such a depth of wisdom that actually you guys you know emit and exude and teach as well, and that is a frequency that is welcoming when you when you come in here, and you, you just feel like you can be totally authentic to who you are. If you are losing your shit, right, that's okay, and uh, but there's an understanding that that's part of nature that people humans as us as we do we go through those we go through those up ebbs and flows ups and downs right and it's real it is real you know and you know it's we're 
we're using our belief systems to, you know, create judgments to actually create these diseases within our systems, right? And so therefore we're out of harmony with nature because nature doesn't have any form of judgment really on it. You know, like a tree doesn't judge that tree for being next to it or mm -hmm. that your dog over there doesn't judge this other dog for being the dog that it is, right? Mm -hmm. But yet we have this human construct which is our prefrontal cortex that creates that. Uh, in forms of judgment, but if you really go into the depth of of nature, and we learn to flow with nature, and and sound is primordial. Sound is a primordial form of nature. Yeah, there has been a lot of research and studies done through the aspect of like the morphogenic energy field that um, sound vibrations and frequencies are what create shape and form, right? And it's one of the the um, you know, they, they, they sound as the word, right? Mm. Sound is almost the, the construct of what has actually created physio physiological form or physical form or even the universe. There's been a lot of discussion around that. Um, so if we can learn to actually flow more with nature, we have a freedom of judgment, become equitable within our sensory components and resonate like with all that is, that to me is a high form of of um, healing mm -hmm. in, in that form. Now, there's one part that we haven't touched on that is absolutely a construct of that, and that's breath. Mm -hmm. Like, we take the aspect of sound and we have a frequency and vibration, but then we have, you know, like our, our breath. And that, in, in the essence, is what is keeps us alive. Like, it's that life spark, like prana is a breath of life. And so if we are out of frequency or out of coherence with our breath, what does that also create in our system? And how does sound and breath go together? Mm. Well, I can talk about like, so like, especially with breathing, um, a lot of people breathe from the mouth. You know, there's quite great research out there now. Um, there's been a few podcasts addressing it. Breath is so powerful and the way that you breathe determines the way that you show up in the world. Um, and, you know, if we're breathing from the mouth and we have these fast mouth breaths that are predominantly up here in the chest, it's like a lion's chasing us constantly. We're in this state of fight, flight, stress, anxiety, just like, you know, just like we're unable to really connect to the heart and drop in and be in flow when we cannot have that, that beautiful, long, deep belly breath. So that's what I have noticed most teaching yoga and with the breath work, but, but mostly teaching yoga is the amount of people that hold their breath, that don't breathe properly, that don't even actually know how to breathe. When you ask someone to take a deep breath, their shoulders rise up and they take this really weird breath into the chest and then drop back that's, down. That's me. <laughs> You know, which is just like, it it's, can be so, such a simple little thing to help you. And, and the sound does get you into that relaxed state, right? Where you can then breathe really slowly and maybe all of a sudden, quite naturally, the body takes over and the mind sort of gets out the way and you can breathe deeper. But I think that's a really important part of just being healthy and vital is learning to breathe. Um, and recognizing when you're not breathing properly. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you lose so much energy. And if you don't have much energy, it's pretty impossible to go and be that person you want to be out in the world if you're, you know, depleted and exhausted and running on stress and not breathing properly, um, which has been a huge thing that I've worked on for the last 10 years, just breathing and like every couple of minutes checking in and going, oh my gosh, big deep breath. You know, I hold my breath when I'm busy. I hold my breath when I'm doing something that I need to do in a certain amount of time. So it's keep checking in and breathing and encouraging the body to relax and offering the body that, yeah. that space. Because the breath is really like the fuel for our system, mm. right? And if we're, if we're out of synchronicity with that, then we are depleting, depleting totally. the energy sources for our system. Um, and if, if, is there a frequency that is um, coherent with creating like an equitable exchange for your body in terms of breath? You know, like a, is there a long breath or a short breath? Like what is, what is the most balanced breath that you can, that you can take that's going to create the most vitality for your body? Mm, well, <clears throat> I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, I'm, I practice and this is something that <clears throat> starts off as a skill and through the healing process ends up as a, as a natural, I feel the natural breath, which is just the restored breath. Um, and that's a nose breath like all animals. Uh, our nose breathes by nature and unless we need oxygen really fast, we breathe from the mouth when we're um, stressed or you know, needing you know, running or exerting ourselves. Even then it should be nose breath all the way up. Um, so this, I forgot the question. Is there an equitable component in terms of the breath that we take, a long breath or a short breath that can bring the highest vitality to it? Yeah, so the nose breathing. Um, and the skill that is developed is, 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 is slower and deeper breaths. How many breaths would you uh, say, like, so to give people a guidance, uh, like per minute? So, how many breaths? Or? Yeah, and a good way to gauge, you might have had a blissful upbringing, you might be. Really fine, but a good way to gauge is, is how oxygenated your body is, and we don't oxygenate the body more by taking you know faster, deeper breaths, it's slower, deeper nose breaths. Um, so that's a bit of a myth around you know a lot of yoga um, people and that, and teachers and that, like you know, breathe deep and breathe hard, it's, it's actually a slower, slower breath that will um, oxygenate the cells more. Um, so a good way to suggest where you're at is like the Bolt score, which is the body oxygen level test. And you can do it now, just breathing out, taking a normal breath in, breathing out, and just pausing at the end of that exhale and counting in, in seconds how long it takes to you to get a medium to strong uh, air hunger. And then um, that's your bolt score. That's your body oxygen level test. So how many seconds from that exhale it takes until you're like, oh my gosh, I need to breathe again. You need that breath. So, so that would determine how oxygenated you are. Yeah. And, you know, 
had good scores um, up around 30 for an athlete. 30, 36. 36, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And you'll find a lot of people at 10 or 12 seconds that just come up. And then that's just showing you your eyes are taking no, um, short, sharp, shallow breaths, which is an epidemic at the moment. According to you know how much how busy our lives are, you know, technology allowing us to do more in short amounts of time, um, and you know conditioning and, and that, that sort of thing. But belief systems and social projections and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and you got to remember where like you might even have like your stuff sorted, but we're still connected into the energetic field. Everybody else's stuff. And we're we're receiving you know, other people's energies and. So, like, a, you know, a daily practice doesn't have to be um, a morning routine. It can just be an awareness throughout the day. I believe that's the best meditations, uh, one that doesn't finish, you know, ever. Um, You're in a constant state of meditation. Yeah. yeah. Checking yeah. in, I would call it. Having an awareness mm. that you're aware of being aware. Yeah, exactly. And, like, your ability to um, harness that ability to harness that and, and apply that to life is directly correlated with your breath. And you're not going to be able to even tap into uh, to, to conscious um, attention and, 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 and living consciously if, um, if we're shallow breathing and, and uh, anticipating futures or, or past. Or past. Um, so, yeah, I feel you know, owning the morning and getting that little routine and that is going to help and increase your chances to become more aware and, and adapt um, these practices throughout your day um, because anything through repetition, even if it's like, you know, far out, five minutes, everyone can do five minutes, you're going to start to be able to harness this um, this self-regulative um, function of the body. So, like, you know, if you're not harnessing it with conscious attention, ninety-five percent is subconscious, and you're going to be, you know, predictable in, in your life and then, and how the day, how you're going to, um, you know, interact, react throughout the day. Um, so, you know, to really, you know, talking about, yes, the breath and sound being two. I believe the, the two most powerful, um, uh, what would you call, elements to, to self-regulate, to, to, to actually bring you to a state where you can be in the present moment, which is, which is conscious, where, where conscious awareness is, not in the past, not in the future, conscious awareness and the ability to, to influence and regulate your whole state of being has, is only available if you're if you're present. Um, so yeah, these breaths, certain ways of breathing is is obviously a skill developed at the start, but it ends up you know, through through repetition becoming more of your natural uh, way of breathing, which becomes you more of a you have more of a present state of, of being over time. That's really cool because so many people are just not even present to that at all, are they? The way that they, the way that they breathe. And um, that 
we had the same, like if, if you basically um, don't have control of your breath, you don't have control of your mind either as well. So those two things go hand in hand. And to me, that's a, it's like the combination of mind and, mind and body integration. You have an awareness to your physiology, which is your breath. And then you know, your mind is connected and you're not disassociated in any form. Um, but what I find really interesting is, is that um, like prana, the breath of life, right? And that's the fuel to actually feed the vitality for our system. But what we're taking in is like um, wave particles, right? charged wave particles. So they're energy breathers. Energy breathers. They're electromagnetic in nature. So it's like that's a vital force for our bodies to fuel. And it's like the charge that we need to actually give life to our system. So we want to optimize that. Wisdom would be to have uh, to learn these particular things and to be able to bring for optimization to us or yourself as a being. But, you know, what amazes me, guys, is that there's not a lot of consciousness out there and awareness to this way of living or this way of being. Um, so, you know, this is what I love about bringing these podcasts and being able to share this with, with people around the world to bring that awareness too. Because I was one of those people mm. that, uh, you know, somebody brought to my awareness probably 15 years ago that I was actually chest breathing and that, you know, I wasn't diaphragmatic breathing, I wasn't breathing into my belly, that I had this shortness of breath and et cetera, that was being held by the stress, the perception of stress in my body. And so, therefore, I'd gone, gone into a disease state. Mm. Uh, my body got into entropy and it was starting to break down in mean, you know, so many different ways, aspects of diseases. And uh, it wasn't until this was brought to my awareness that I started to actually step into the, the healing, the beauty of the healing of breath. And then cross-correlation was the sound as well. And the beauty of putting those two things together, plus the perceptual aspects of integration, just brings this magnificent way of actually healing the human body or human form, but not only humans, like it's all sentient beings because mm -hmm. we're tapping into the consciousness, the collective consciousness, mm -hmm. and sending, I just call it love and gratitude mm -hmm. for all aspects of nature that's out there. Mm -hmm. So I just want to I just want to share. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, we, we could chat for hours, but I wanna I wanna finish up in, in the in the aspect of the sound healing, sound medicine, is the mantra. And tell us about the aspects of what the mantra actually means and where it actually has come from. So well, the, the mantras that I see in Sanskrit, mm -hmm. and so that's an ancient, ancient language that comes from India and Sri Lanka. It's really really beautiful the words have encoded vibration in them so one word like om is a sanskrit word you know it's the, the sound of the whole universe so when we om we're evoking that within us the the way that we make sounds creates different of healing within ourselves as isn't, well. Isn't it all like the primordial sound? Totally. Yeah. 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 So it's like the, the vibration the, of, you know, it's not religious or no. it's just the, exactly, it's the beginning of everything. So how powerful to sit in the morning and on mm. 
do one or two oms or sometimes when we go to bed we just will om for like a minute or two minutes mm. and just keep oming you know dropping so back cool. into that sound and that vibration and being connected to that mm. it's restoring to, 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 to the essence isn't it to the to the to the essence of the of being mm. the essence of the giving mm. without labels there's there's a recognition that 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 is mm. that is yeah. my being that is my well, well you know saying namaste to someone is like the light within me sees the light within you. Mm. You know, I see myself in you. I know we're both one. Mm -hmm. I love how that language so beautifully, I don't know, it's just so much deeper than English for me. It's got layers of meaning, you know. Like you will, if you look up what does this word mean, there's like a paragraph yeah. or yeah. more. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's so beautiful and a lot of people say to me, when you sing Sanskrit, I don't know what you're saying, but I can feel it. Um, or I started to cry or um, I was able to connect with a loved one that had passed over or I felt this state. And so the chants, the one we're going to sing for you is the Mula Mantra that evokes a sense of peace and unity and love and deep connection. And so chanting these, especially powerful when you actually know the meaning to the words, and you can look those all up, they're super easy to find. Then with intention, singing that mantra. And a mantra means mind tool. Mantra is a tool of the mind. So it's a way of having awareness on one specific thing and just continuing to call that in, stay connected to it, raise your vibration to its vibration. So does each mantra, because I know there's many, each mantra have a different vibration and frequency? I absolutely, oh, definitely yeah. believe it does and, and a different meaning. And, you know, some mantras are the connection to self and just completely loving yourself and being so grateful for this human experience in your soul. And there's other ones that wish peace and love out to the world and to the earth. And there's other ones that connect us all. And there's so many different ones. The, the specific vows carry specific mm. uh, vibrations mm. that are directly um, in conjunction and, and, and in resonance with with the the main energy centers of the body, the chakras of the body. So I love just how, like your, you know, say loka, samasta, like mm. the R is all heart centered. So it's nice. and that loka samasta is may all beings be happy, may all beings be at, at peace, mm. may my actions contribute to the happiness of all. Mm. It's a very wow. common it's a chance. Way, like, I always say that the sound powerful sound here at all in the world is right under our nose. Mm. Oh, the, the, the gratitude of that is, is yeah. And everyone can get involved in that and directly experience, you know, in the moment or over time, depending on how much noise is going on. Um, directly experience the set the, the power of marches, which is a self-made sound. A mantra is a self-made sound um, uh, composed in, in a way and, and put in a way where, you know, this ancient um, language um, so beautiful. brings on like these, these vibrations. Mm. And if you don't, if you, if, you don't, if you want to start somewhere, you can just start in the vowel sounds mm -hmm. and move through the vowel sounds because each chakra has a vowel sound. And, it's like I believe the most potent meditation is 
is one that is working on our energy centers because mm. it's tied into the whole state of being and and, and everyone can see yeah as well oh, I don't so powerful. I don't no i really think everyone <laughs> can <laughs> I, I think when you sing you again like you as like Mm. So you might find it hard to reach some tones, mm. but with practice, you can get there. You can get mm. there, but also, so your those tones are possibly blockages or areas in your body where you have a little bit less freedom of expression, where you feel a little bit stuck. You know, so through my own, like the evolution of my own voice, um, from like when I met Ben ten years ago like refusing to sing because as a young child I was told to shut up a lot mm. um, by my stepdad who I love mm. dearly um, but you know that he worked from home and he lost a business he worked from home he was very stressed trying to provide and I didn't understand that when I was little and I would walk around singing and they'd just shut up be quiet you know so by the time I met Ben I would be sitting in the car singing and he'd slowly turn the volume down and and then I'd stop and I'd feel like that little child again that was being told to be quiet and I would get so triggered and he'd be like, oh, my God, I'm a, you know, I've been a musician for years. I want to make music with you. And I'd be like, I don't want to. Mm. I, don't, I don't want to sing. I'm never going to sing. Don't try and make me sing. You know, I just I felt so blocked. And, and through breathwork, yeah. uh, that just disappeared, like, amazingly um, through the transformational breath work, the holotropic breathing mm -hmm. that disappeared. And all of a sudden I was like, I want to sing. And there would be times at the start where I would be singing and everyone would be like, that's amazing. Whereas all I would have coming up is, oh my God, you suck. What are you doing? Why do you want it? Why do you feel like you can sing in front of all these people? You can't even believe these people have all come to listen to you. Know? And then the people would leave. And a few times I would have to run to the bathroom and vomit. Really? And I honestly, I, I would be so sick. I couldn't even say goodbye to the people. The singing was actually... It was just bringing up all of that little part, of the little girl inside of me that had been told to shut up and be quiet and, you know, don't sing, we're not going to sing. That's not even a career of singing, you know. Wow. So just all of these things when we sing, like so many people say to me, I wish I could sing, I want to sing, and I'm like... Yeah. You can and you should because it's also another way of purging and detoxing and releasing energies. Well, another way to start off would be if like, someone's relating to like mm. you know some some limitations, just, like can't sing in front of people or even themselves mm. is a problem to me as well. Um, is <laughs> that is is humming? You know, you can hum in front. Of, you can hum in front of yourself, surely. It's, that is, you know, there's a whole book of Jonathan Goldman, my father, Samuel, read a whole book on the powers of humming, mm -hmm. you know, and positions of tongue mm -hmm. and, um, and the vagus nerve stimulation, which is the main highway of information to, to all our um, main organs and beyond. Um, so, yeah, like even like starting off, like I'm always like, this is beautiful knowledge to, to know, but like, you know, to know how. It's yeah. like, all right, you know, like, okay, all these things that we've been talking about, it's like, what can we apply? And, you know, 
a lot of people, like I said, aren't ready to sing, but like to hum. Mm. I always invite people in the sound venues to like just hum, not like so you're going to pee off your neighbour, <laughs> just you know, you can hum so silently because mm. no one can hear it, but the effects you're getting. So you're creating an internal vibration within yourself, you're yeah. creating your own sound. Yeah. So you don't need really to have like a sound healing session, you can access that within yourself. Yeah. That's and really cool. And it's always available to you. You know, I, I just had this memory of, you know, most guys that know me on my podcast anyway, that I've dropped into some psychedelic experiences and, uh, and I was in the, in the in one and out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I sat up and I sat on the end of my mattress and I started singing. Mm, and it was so like cool. it was channeling through me and I was like consciously unconscious saying, where did the fuck that come from? <laughs> and I was still singing with it. And it was, I thought it sounded like shit. But then somebody else said next to me, said, oh, are you singing? My God, it was, that sounded great. But I had to be in that state of, you know, pure psychedelics, creative, pure state of presence, you know, to be in that. Mm -hmm. We're coming back into what we call consciousness in this form. So I couldn't access that again. Mm. So all the belief systems and everything on top of that was actually, mm. and it still is piled up. Yeah, yeah. But mm. you just awoken something within me that, okay, you can access that with coming. And Sarah and I both are into horses. And um, one of the greatest things a lot of my clients on here are also into horses as well, is, is honey. Is, I, I didn't really pick it up until you just said it now, is that to be able to get a cadence and rhythm in the horse, you, you can just internally hum and the horse mm. will find that rhythm with you and match it and become almost in balance or coherent and one. So, yeah, Same as with the breath, isn't it? Like, you know, if you're sitting on a horse that's heightened or scared or afraid in that moment, taking really deep, Slow breaths, I'll do it a lot. Mm. They match that. <sighs> yeah, up you know, they will then drop in and be like, oh, mm. hang on, she's not stressed. Mm. Where are okay. you? Like exactly. what, what is humming? Humming is a nectar. Mm -hmm. So, like, you, they're like always showing you when, when you're doing self made sound, you've got the breath and the sound, like, that is the ultimate. Mm. And, like, you know, a longer exhale, a longer hum. Is, is, is what's bringing us into that present moment. Wow, this is this is fascinating. We could I could go on forever, and you know, like I could definitely chew you in forever and yeah, for a while. And but so in the essence of time, and um, so you guys want to share your music and you think like just wait till you hear these guys sing. Like you're in for a treat. Well, I hope you are. <laughs> but you are. I'm just going to be the one who sits in and takes him in the medicine. Cool. Are you going to play the reverse then? Yeah. 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 And maybe go from the reverse to the bowls at the end so everyone can hear. Yeah, well, you can give a little one if you want to. Or I can reverse. sit down there and play a lot. So we can do both. I'd be all good if you want to do the little one after. No, I can sit with it. The show these are the crystal bowls. This is quite a small one. We've got lots of different sized ones. And crystal, tell us about crystal. Where are you setting up? 
what is the, the essence of the fragrance of crystal? What does that actually bring? Well, these are 99% crystal mm -hmm. and we are crystalline, you know, so can everyone hear that? So, yeah, cool. So we are crystalline beings, our bones, everything is made of crystal. And like planet Earth, right? How much quartz crystal in the Earth itself. So this is within us, all around us. It's everywhere, part of us. Um, and you don't just hear it with your ears, it just, you hear it, it goes into your body, so. So these instruments are tuned into and this instrument here is a Ravast from Russia. Very rich in overtones and a, I call it a, a, a dimensional portal activator. Because once you play these things, you're literally in a meditative state that it literally you know, demands presence. So you might feel some sensations around the crown chakra so in the key of and the Mula Mantra that I'm going to sing, that we're going to sing together, is all about evoking peace and love within ourselves and sending that out into the world and encouraging all of us to match that vibration. So you can just open your palms wherever you are, which opens the body up, ready to receive. And you can close your eyes and just drop in listen to the sounds. Taking some deep breaths if you can into the belly, keeping the mouth closed. Chita nada para hablar. 
Chitana la palabra Anahata chakra, the heart center, a beautiful green emerald light. Filled with love, compassion and kindness. As we send all of this energy throughout the body. We are love. Loving awareness. And sending all of that love out into the world, to friends, family, community, out to all beings as we rise together, as we cultivate love within ourselves and ripple that love, shine that love out into the world. We can take a deep breath, open your eyes. And come back into the room. Namaste. 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 Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for, for being with us today. And thank you, guys. So much love and gratitude thank for you, this opportunity to, 
So we have just to this with you guys today. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everyone, as well. So much love to everyone. So now, just to add a little bit, how can people find out about you? You know, like, tell us, I know you guys have the New Earth Cafe in Coolum, mm -hmm. and we have sound healing and breath work. We have, yeah, New Earth Meta out at Nindri. Mm -hmm. uh, this year for us is all about um, creating a bit more of an online presence. So we both coach individually and we do things one-on-one, -on -one, but it's about creating more space in our lives and we will be online a little bit more. We've got our website, newearthcafe.com.au. Uh, we have Facebook. We've got a few really nice 20-minute sound healings and meditations on there. We did a lot during this time for people. So those are all on our New Earth Cafe Facebook page in the video section. Okay, it's on the website. Well, for you guys that are listening, um, what we'll do is we'll drop all the details in the in the, the notes on Spotify, and then also for the other people like that, you can reach out to me, and I can connect you with you guys in any way, shape, or form. But again, like, thank you so much. And thank, thank you, you for coming into our lives. <laughs> thank you. We don't want you to leave. <laughs> See, I've got a mistake. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>